You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the materials, techniques, and tips that will help you provide the best care to your patients who are experiencing restorative dentistry emergencies during this pandemic and potential outbreaks in the future. Our guest is Dr. Ian Schumann, who is a full-time dentist with a reconstructive and aesthetic dental practice in Pasadena, Maryland. Dr. Schumann has lectured extensively and published numerous articles on advanced minimally invasive techniques and has been named one of the top clinicians in continuing education since 2005 by Dentistry Today. Our sponsor today is DMG America, a great company. We've known them for many years. They've done a lot of things with Viva Learning as far as sponsoring continuing education programs that have reached thousands and thousands of dental professionals across the globe. And uh, the company delivers some of the most widely used and clinically successful dental products to North America. So I want to thank them for their sponsorship. They really have dedicated themselves to streamlining the dental professionals' daily routines. So thank you, DMG America. Dr. Schumann, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thanks, Phil. So how do you choose the materials needed for a restorative dental emergency in today's pandemic environment versus normal conditions? Well, you know, that's a good question. <clears throat> I think that um, the thing we have to remember is we're living now in a time where uh, people's finances are really up in the air. And I think people are going to be uh, very tight with their wallets. They may need dental care, but they may not opt for the uh, traditional route of, say, a crown or an inlay or onlay. Um, so we need things in our armamentarium that are going to help them that will give them a lot more than just a couple of weeks or months of service. So uh, that's basically what the idea is when we talk about triaging these patients who have various uh, restorative needs, uh, yet we're living in uncertain times and uh, finances are a factor. So the thing we like to do is find materials that are going to actually fit the bill. And uh, I want to thank DMG for sponsoring this. Um, I've been working with them for well over two decades now. And uh, I really enjoy their products because they make my life really easy. So, you know, they have some new products that are out, relatively new, called Luxa Crown. Um, happens to be a product that we've been using now since, uh, since its introduction. And uh, it provides us with a, a much longer lasting provisional than any, uh, any other material on the market, really. So what we do with the patients, you know, patients who are, um, may have issues with, with cost or coverage, we present it like this. Uh, I'm going to make you a provisional crown that has the capability of lasting up to five years, but we don't need to necessarily leave it in that long. What I'd like to do, Mr. Patient or Mrs. Patient, is uh, provide you with this provisional. Um, it's half the cost of a regular crown, and if we decide to go ahead or if you want to go ahead and move into the regular crown that's fabricated by the lab, pay the remaining 50%, and we'll do that for you within the first year. After that, it drops off. Uh, when I say drops off, I mean instead of paying 50%, they would pay, uh, let's say, 70% the following year. And the reason that I like the material, this is interesting because I did contact DMG when it came out, and I had the opportunity to use it a little bit ahead of time, and I was really curious as to what makes this so much better than their traditional uh, Luxatemp material, which I've been using for years. You know, we were all trained on acrylic, right? And uh, the one thing I just, I really can't tolerate is that smell of acrylic. It, it just kills me. So to avoid that, uh, when they came out with Luxatemp, it was really a, a, a huge game changer. The reason Luxa Crown is so different is because it's a highly filled 
specialized cross-link composite resin material. It's a true composite resin. It's an auto-cure composite resin, and because they've filled it with so much glass particle, and the glass particles become, uh, what they've done is they've milled them so that the size of the particles are very similar. That gives you a high luster. That's the one thing you want to look for. It's almost like, a, almost like the properties of a microfill composite. In this environment we're in, how would you recommend to our listeners to use Luxacrown versus, versus going straight to a permanent restoration? Well, you can use the Luxacrown for any provisional situation. It's not just limited to doing it for crowns that are going to last five years. So you have the option, option of selecting that material as your actual provisional material every time. It's just up to you. Um, if you, you know, there was an, an old uh, technique that I, um, I don't think I created it, certainly, but uh, I've used it quite a bit uh, where I would take uh, a fiber reinforcement like Ribond mm-hmm. and place it into the unset, uncured uh, lux attempt and then place that in the mouth. Say I was doing a three-unit bridge just for reinforcement purposes, but now we don't have to do that. Now the lux crown itself is strong enough so it doesn't need reinforcement uh, from an external source. Right. Now, this material I heard from other uh, KOLs and other dentists that have been using it, they think that this material can last longer than five years. For patients that don't have the money to pay for a fixed restorative solution, that they could go on indefinitely with this. And then after five, seven years, they can replace it with a new version of Luxacrown, which could be even 10, 10 years more. Is that something that you could apply to patients that just can't afford to have ceramic restorative work? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it's definitely, uh, definitely will fill that niche. Um, I gave a general example of a, of a bridge, but I had a patient who came in two weeks ago. We had, uh, we, we've done emergency days at the office. So every uh, one day a week or one day every two weeks, we're putting our patients in a big group, um, not, not physically, but uh, we're lumping them in, in, in a, within a certain block of hours. They're coming to the parking lot. They call us. We let them know when to come up. And that's how we're going to be handling our patients from this point on mm-hmm. until the uh, until there's a uh, until there's a vaccine. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Now, are, is your staff uh, somewhat hesitant to come back to work? Because they're going to be awfully close to a hygienist who's using ultrasonics is going to be awfully close to the patient's mouth. Well, we just had that conversation today. Uh, my hygienist uh, has it uh, that I'm going to be buying her a whole bunch of new scalers and curettes. Hand instruments. Wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You know, she doesn't want to use, and she, and rightly so, you know, the yeah. Cavitron creates a huge plume. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, polishing paste also, it just gets everywhere. The stuff is just, uh, I've seen it in her hair sometimes. Yeah, but using a, a mask with a face guard on top, isn't that going to prevent this? So that's what we're doing. I just purchased on Amazon today, actually. I found some. I found some face shields. Right, face so shields. So we have our uh, N95, can and N95 masks. We have our face shields. We have our... Um, surgical gowns and, and caps because we do implant surgery in the office. So we basically have everything we need pretty much. Mm-hmm. Problem is this is a constantly moving target. This virus, they don't know exactly what it causes. Um, it's, it's very nonspecific as far as age goes. Um, I, I've heard of organ damage. So it's, it's a real tricky one. There's no question about it. So one of the things that you're going to be very cognizant of is chair time, right? Because you don't want to keep the patient in the chair any longer than they have to be. Yeah, absolutely. So talk yeah, one about- of the things I like to use in the office is uh, a timer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it sounds simple, uh, but if you don't have a timer in your office, good God, get one. They're cheap. They make, you know, these little inexpensive, you know, $5, $10 timers, and 
You can use an egg timer if you want. It doesn't matter as long as you set times for things because what happens is very often we walk away, we're in another operatory uh, or we're on the phone with our broker or whatever. And, uh, you know, patient sitting there uh, when the impression could have taken three minutes, it, it took, you know, eight minutes. You didn't realize it. And time goes by like that. So we, we set clocks for everything. We really, really try to do that. And, you know, especially materials like Luxa Crown and Luxa Temp. What happens if you if you leave it on for more than two minutes, it, it can um, shrink uh, and wind up not being able to get it off the tooth. You'd have mm -hmm. to cut it off. Um, so that, that's how strong these materials are. But uh, that's what that's why we're very careful at the two minute mark. Everything comes out and we and I start trimming and, and polishing. Right. Right. I didn't think we called our broker anymore. I thought there was no more travel agents and no more brokers. People still have brokers. They just I thought everything's done online. It's like well, free. I did say I look like a hippie before, so I'm kind of dating myself. Yeah, right. Well, the egg the egg timer was another one that you dated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, if, if you have a high-tech office and someone hears the little bell go off that your two minutes is up, ready to pull Luxocrown yeah. out. Yeah. They you gotta think that's a conflict? Yeah, they got to wonder about this practice. Yeah. If I, I heard wonder. it, yeah. I would stick to the digital timers. Those might be better. Well, we have digital <laughs> <laughs> That's what we use, digital timers. But, you know, there's a lot of docs out there that like to do things on the cheap. So. The analog way. Throw out egg timer yeah. just, uh, just in case. Well, the, the ones that are using the egg timers are using the traditional film, so that it, it works for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, so any other things you want to talk about? We talked about Luxacrown, which is something that is, I think is definitely very important to understand as a dentist, that there is a solution to go further out. And I think it's very interesting how you, as time passes, you mark down the uh, – final cost of the prosthesis, right? Based on... Absolutely. Yeah, based and, on... And, and the, the beauty of doing the... Um, of approaching these things from a triage point of view is that you really wind up, and if you look at your bottom line for... Let's say let's say this coming month, or let's say for the month of... Uh, what are we in now? It's coming up May. Let's say June. We open up in June. And you go ahead and you apply the principles I just I just explained about doing pro, doing either long-term provisionals or uh, direct composite restorations and buildups, and then you go back and look at that month later on in time, you'll see you've probably kept a lot more of your profit than you think because the laboratory fees really is what eats at us. Laboratory, lab fees and uh, staff salaries are the two big uh, nuts we have to crack every every month. Mm -hmm. For sure. For uh, sure. So I think that would be really helpful. Any other materials you want or techniques that you want to mention? Um, we talked about focusing on direct, so we don't really need to talk about accurate impressions too much here. Um, if I could, if I could, well, if I could tell, I know we're talking about direct. If I could mention indirect material, DMG has a material that I've been using ever since it came out called Honey Gum. Mm -hmm. It's a polyvinyl impression material. And if you want to have exceptionally beautiful impressions, because I'd say I think around the current figure is roughly 90% of dentists are still using traditional impression technique versus uh, digital. Mm -hmm. um, so the Honeygum material is, is really quite excellent. They have Honeygum, they have Honeygum Pro. There's a variety of different materials, and the doctors can go online on the DMG America website and check it out. But it really, uh, it, it's, it's the most accurate impression. I use it for my crown and bridge. I use it for my fixed, and I, I use it for my removable, for my uh, implant cases, for everything. What about diagnostic impressions? Do you use uh, VPS for diagnostic or are you still using alginate? Yeah, no, I use VPS. The, the thing I like about using VPS, we'll use a product called Status Blue from uh, DMG, which is an alginate substitute. So it, it, it's not alginate, it's polyvinyl, but they call it an alginate substitute because it's a primary impression material. 
Mm-hmm. And the okay. beauty of that is that you can keep that around forever. Um, if you need, you know, for patients' records, especially if you're taking an impression of a patient, you know, prior to treatment, it means that there's a, some prosthetic issue going on. And it's always good to have records saved. And we save our patients' models and, and impressions for, I think it's seven years we have to save those. Right. If they're adults over 21. And on, on uh, the substitute, alginate substitute, you could do multiple pores? You can do multiple pores on that material, yes. That's the other nice thing about it. You want to send it to the laboratory as a study model, say, here's what we have and here's what we're starting with. You know, the lab technicians do like to see pre-op, uh, pre-op casts if possible. It gives them an idea of how to reconstruct the tooth shape, morphology, anatomy, all of those good things that we like to put into our fixed restorative. Right. So you just to wrap it up, you don't see the dental profession going back full swing until the vaccine actually comes out and it's being distributed. I think that's what's going to happen. I think we are going to wind up being in a uh, a modified style practice until, yeah, until the uh, vaccine is out and the government's going to definitely have to do something to bail us all out because there's no way our practices will be able to survive in that kind of economic environment. You mean for the 18 months? Until that's correct. No kidding. You think there's going to be economic relief for the dental profession? I think it'll be similar to the PPP um, money that was given out. We Mm -hmm. received ours, uh, which was good. I mean, I jumped on it the the morning that the bank came to me with the uh, paperwork. I was right there. Mm -hmm. So we've been rescued for the month. But, you know, the money that they give us is is like using a squirt gun on a forest fire. I like to say, you know, everyone needs second, third, fourth chance. I don't know how this is going to recover. It's it's a real unknown. I mean, there's still a very small practice. So for us, you know, you're able to keep more control over things. You know, dental dental practices. I've heard this from economists uh, that we're typically about two years behind the current economic situation, primarily because we're able to, you know, we're we're, we're a small business. Uh, our fees are high um, for good reason. So it'll be I'll be very curious because now the playing field has been leveled completely. For sure. Well, I so mean, it'll be very, very interesting to see how this all, all pans out. It's yeah. nice to say that. At the same time, I'm shaking in my boots. Right. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. So. Well, listen, uh, it's been great information. For those of you who have uh, paid attention to Dr. Schumann, one really great product that he's mentioning is Luxacrown by DMG America. And uh, it's obviously a great product before this pandemic. And going forward, it has, in my opinion, too, I agree, it has <clears throat> even more benefit based on the fact that we're looking to maintain patients in their bite, their vertical occlusion, and, and maintain their whole oral health without going through a full-out permanent prosthesis procedures So, uh, in this environment. So thank you again for that, and uh, we'll be happy to have you back on another podcast. Thanks, Dr. Schumann. Thank you, Phil. 